What's up, guys? It's Shantan, and welcome back to the Eheng Podcast. And today we will answer a question from email. Uh, this one specifically saying, "Do not disclose my name." <laughs> so let's just call him or her M. I have some questions to ask regarding the property matter. Uh, my family owns five property: condo in Kuchai Lama, cash purchase, and I'm living with my sister there. Number two, double story in Saujana in Pian. Cash purchased and rented out for one thousand. Number three, double story house in Bandar Baru Bangi, fully paid and rented out for one thousand five. Number four, double story house in Setia Eco Hill two, cash purchased and my parents is living inside. Number five, condo in Kuchai Lama, money installment under government housing loan under my mother's name of one thousand five hundred. Currently in construction and the progress is slow. With the previous two developers were bankrupt and now being handled by another developer, the completion is uncertain. Currently, I am 23 years old and my monthly salary is 3,005. A few months ago, my father gave me an amount of 800,000 in cash, 500,000 in share, 130,000 in amana saham, and two houses. One condo in Taman Naga Emas and one double-story house in Setia Eco Hill Two, with a total market value of 1.2 million. Recently, I am planning to invest in property after discussion with my parents in order to preserve the value of money. Because of such amount of money in the bank, feared me that the value of money will slowly depreciate. So my motive is to purchase property for investment purposes. My house agent recently found an apartment in Cheras which is suitable for investment. The price is not yet fixed as it is under negotiation. However, I estimate the price to be around two hundred to three hundred thousand. I plan to apply loan to fund the purchase. The monthly installment is around one thousand three hundred per month. I am thinking to use the two loan slots I have to buy up two property without using much of my savings. But my parents insisted to use cash to purchase it to save on interest. Here are my questions. Number one, please advise me on whether applying loan to purchase the property or cash purchase is better. Number two, is it possible to apply housing loan to purchase two property with my current salary? From M. Thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just the, the previous episode we talked about like teaching the next generation about property investment, right? It's happening already. Uh, so in total, this family has five properties, right? Condo in Kuchai Lama, double story house in Sajana Impian, double story house in Bangi, double story house in Setia Eco Hill Two, and Kuchai Lama condo. But this one got stuck because developer kind of ran away. So it's I I I I'm I'm always very sad when it comes to stories like this, and I'm very helpless. So can we prevent such things? Also, don't know how to prevent because this is done with ill intent initially already. Ah, so sorry to hear that. But anyway, uh, now the father is giving M eight hundred thousand in cash, five hundred thousand in share, hundred thirty thousand in amana saham and two houses. Wow! So now he wants or she, I, I assume he lah, okay? He wants to buy a house which is two thousand two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand, and the money installment is around thousand three. So is it okay? But the big question here is whether to apply loan to buy the property or to cash buy is better. Okay, in investment, there's two formats of investment. One is when you have money, uh, like your dad. So your dad purchased all of the property using cash. So he is not very comfortable using other people's money, 
where here we mean bank's money lah. The other format is when we don't have money, then people like me, the only way to build more is to use other people's money and to leverage on how the system calculates DSR so we can qualify for more. Uh, in my opinion, you are very, very young and you will be having two residential slots of 90% loan. That will determine your entire strategy already. Like now, the only limitation I see will be your income. But it's understandable, you're only 23. You have such a long way to go some more. And with cash reserve, right? What's wrong with just putting them in FD? I think FD is fine. 500,000, right? Just take it like you don't have because trust me, if you will go this route, right? And I think your parents will love it. There will be a route where you will need cash. So hear me out. So let's say this one, you take 90% loan, okay? You take 90% loan. So just assuming that your money is almost 1,003, you rent out 1,004 for example. So you rent out 1,004 or 1,005 plus every month extra 200 ringgit. Then suddenly your income, instead of 3,005, suddenly that becomes 3,007 for your second purchase and you look for something else to buy again. And this one you can kind of just wait it out. You don't have to be so rushed because the foundation that your father have gave you, right? This is your winning advantage. This is the legacy that your father have built for you and I'm very envious in such a position. So now, let's say you get one, then at 3,007, I would suggest to spend a little bit more equipping yourself with the relevant knowledge to push up your active income. Ultimately, that's going to be the limiting factor of the entire investment plan. So the 300,000 in share, just leave it. 500,000 in cash, just put it in FD. Every month interest alone, right? You just compound it back. Take it as a blessing and just let it roll while you figure out how to use. Then coming back to the first property you buy already, you gotta just make sure one thing, the installment can be covered by the rent. That's it. Once that's sorted out, you continue to stay in the house that your father gave you, right? And you can repeat this for your second. Then when it comes to your third, now you will need cash. And for example, you want to buy a 500,000 property, but you can only take 70% loan. So you need to cough out around 150,000 in cash. That's when you need to use cash. And there are also other avenues where cash is required, especially when you buy the apartment already, you want to furnish up the unit. How do you do that? You use cash. And this is something that I would suggest you to do, which is to budget, to establish a budget for a particular property. For example, like this house, you're buying around two to 300,000. So let's say 300,000 renovation, it's a sub-sale, so let's say it's going to be like 30,000, 40,000. Within 40,000, you put in to ensure that the rent can be covering installment. And that's about it. Property one, property two, property three, then you need a little bit more of cash to put in. My only concern here is I worry that you are too slow. Don't have that thought at all because you are blessed enough to have a starting line that's way beyond other people's expectation, beyond other people's imagination already. So I think the, the first answer to your question is the first two slots, just use as much bank's money as possible. Yes, you will pay a little bit more interest, right? But now, technically, you are not paying. Your tenants are paying. Then when it comes to the third property already, you need a little bit more cash. And when you have personally learned yourself in buying one, two, three, the fourth one, you can go for commercial. Let's say you see a shop lot that you like, but it's 2.3 million. Upfront, you need a little bit more cash. Then this is where it gets fun. So the two properties that your father have left you with, those are also form of capital where you can always refinance them. But the 
limiting factor here again is your personal income. And that is something that I will encourage you to focus a lot on. But I guess that's also the benefit of investing in property. Lah. You invest in one, then you let it roll. While it's rolling, then you can figure out what's your career like. Is this what you really like doing? And this is exactly what I would wish my kid will have in the future. When he has like, okay, like, let's say we didn't reach 25, we reached like 20 or 18 properties, right? Under his name, he's just collecting rental or under his name. It gives him absolute freedom to pursue exactly what he feels like if he likes music he if he likes art if he likes anything mathematics or whatsoever he can pursue it and live every day with purpose that's the best thing the only thing i worry in your position is when you start investing in businesses but based on the email that your parents having conversations with you right I truly admire that part of teaching from your parents besides just passing down properties to y'all. He's even having active discussion with y'all on how to do things. So yes, they came from an era where interest rate is very, very high. I think when they buy back then, it was like 10-12%. You can go and ask them, back then, uh, your interest rate, how much? 10-12% uh? then is crazy. That's why they put a lot of upfront capital to resolve all debts. But now when interest rate is very, very cheap, right? Why not just use it to our advantage instead? And that indirectly answered also the second question. Is it possible to apply housing loan to purchase two property with my current salary? Two at once cannot, right? Two at once cannot. But I would suggest to buy one, wait it out for six months, one year. When you have established a tenant and your tenancy agreement, you have six one transaction, then you can apply for the next one because the banks we only recognize your income after six months of transaction. So indirectly, I've already answered your question, but something to just point out, right, will be this generation of youngsters like yourself, some may look at it like a dream come true. Like you're in a position where people can only imagine having, where my, wow, my father passes me down like 10, 12 properties. Wow, so nice, right? Indirectly, they are also burdened because it comes with a form of expectation as well. And for a 23-year-old, suddenly you have like 1.2 to 1.5 million under your name, right? It's very, very scary. So what I would suggest to first educate yourself in terms of active skill sets to increase your income because that would be the limiting factor for your career also to acquire more portfolio also to refinance your property later your active income will be the limiting factor but you're 23 so take it easy you are already winning the second thing is to always carry this mindset like when i start from zero when I start investing with like 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, right? Those are already my lifetime savings back then. But because I have more or less nothing to lose, that's why I'm able to take bigger risks. That does not apply to you. Because the more money you have, the more important it is to run due diligence. The more important it is to really be very careful with how you use money. But how to use money only comes with education. So you can join like property investment clubs to purely learn on how people now build portfolios, where to get the best deals. Then you go into financial personal money space where you can like how to budget, how to set up businesses, how to set up a special vehicle so that all your income from all your assets right now can be declared and it can help boost your portfolio further. Because like for the empty houses, you can rent out, those are also income. Uh. 
like for the dividend, those are also income. Uh. And from your job, it's also an income. Then you can also go and learn how to maximize tax because a lot of people figure out tax system after they are rich, but you are already rich. So you need to learn tax system a little bit earlier compared to others. Lah. So by looking into the email, I would like to congratulate you, M, for having such an awesome parents, not from a financial legacy point of view, but from a side that parents actually teach you things beyond money. And for the others who are watching this, right, this is exactly what I've envisioned. After visiting UK and speaking to a lot of investors from China, from Thailand, from Japan, right, I've noticed this concept of old money rich. Well, like when we get into the real estate space, you'll see a lot of people buying things in cash without even flinching, without even thinking because it's generational wealth. And in Malaysia, I'm considered like Okay, like my grandfather came in from China, so I'm like considered the third generation. And between three short generations, I already have friends who are the offspring of a public listed company. They are worth hundreds of millions already. Then I'm fortunate enough where I kind of come from zero and my parents are going to leave me one or two properties here and there. So I'm fortunate enough already, but what I'm trying to say is the gap that can be done within three generations. So three generations, you have families with 100, 200, 300 millions already. And I still also have friends who are starting from zero. They are still figuring out how to make ends meet every month in terms of rent, in terms of living expenses and all. And this is just a phenomenon done in three generations. Imagine decades. Imagine the future when our kids take over. It's going to be even worse. And if you look into how the world of capitalism works, right, the rich continue to get richer. Why? Like, besides giving them assets, giving them winning advantages, putting them in the right school, right education, right mindset. From the get-go, learn how to manage money. Don't be fearful of money. And they get richer and richer. And the poor will continue to be poor, unfortunately. That's why it's very important. Like, now everyone says that, ah, yeah, buy property for what? Pass down to the kid for what? Ah, yeah, just let them be lah. If there's no choice, if like our generation, like this generation, if you're working, you find it really hard, like, you're just clearing off debts from the previous generation, then too bad, lah, right? You're doing your best. But if you are fortunate enough where you get to build whatever without restriction, you are the only limitation of yourself. I seriously encourage everybody to start thinking about building wealth across generation because whether you like it or not right this is going to be the topic yes everybody will have a starting point from zero technically zero in terms of personal development but don't you think it's a very exciting thing to do when you can give your next generation a head start in terms of their career in terms of their development or whatsoever so back then when our parents came from nothing everybody started from nothing everyone was poor but there were already some level of tin mining activities timber activities right if you are within that family then congratulations ah. in my generation now some parents already have wealth to be passed down already and in our generation to our kids right like the fourth generation the fifth generation is only going to be stacked even more so i'll encourage for those who are investing a little bit more already right we are all doing it for our future generation and the goal of the channel is to help everybody to at least have two to three in their lifetime which is absolutely possible like the first you get when you're 20 plus then by 30 something you get another one then when business takes off family all settle already by 40 plus then you buy another one but this one requires a little bit more cash or whatsoever but think about it one is for own stay 
One is for retirement. One is just in case our kids is genius or they want to study dentistry or medicine in UK or whatsoever. Just in case lah. If not, we will still have this to rely on at least. But if you totally have capabilities beyond others, you can always build more like M's parents right now. So cash buy seven properties within their name for m thank you very much for sharing this story it is very inspiring my entire goal is to be like your father like your parents they are doing excellent and how nice when my kid is 23 he actually knows that hey they have spent a lot of time gathering all this asset it's not easy i better educate myself asking the right person so i don't blew everything out and looking at the way you craft the email i think it will be fine so in conclusion for you you're gonna equip yourself with knowledge information and experience this is the three main things for you to come and i am so excited for your upcoming journey maybe in the future after you buy two already now you have your third one hey sean I'm M, if you remember me. How do you ask for refinancing and how do you do refinancing? Then we will continue to build this empire together. You might even educate your other siblings on how to do this together. Woof, it's so exciting. <sighs> for others who still have any questions regarding real estate, do just email me on T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G, T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G at gmail.com or you can just DM me on Instagram, I-H-E-R-N-G. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Ciao. When love comes in my heart.